Welcome to Preston's Super Show. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. We are recapping WrestleMania 38. And it was one of the best WrestleManias I've ever seen. A two-part WrestleMania. So it's really two WrestleManias. Uh, Part one, Saturday night. We're going to start there. Kick off Saturday night with a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. The entrance is so great from Rick Boogs. Rocking out on the guitar. Great match up until Rick Boogs blows out his knee, holding up the Usos. You know, the move selection, I loved it from Shinsuke and the Usos. Out of five stars, which I will uh, rate each match out of five, I would give this one three stars, okay? I would like to see them run that back at uh, WWE Backlash on May 8th. I will also be doing a review of each WWE pay-per-view this upcoming year. Big win for the Usos. Like, this is their moment. They have dominated for years in the WWE. Now, I was uh, inspired by this WrestleMania. Like, after tonight. I will do my best to do AEW's future pay-per-views as well. You don't need each Raw and SmackDown. And all the weekly episodes. Like, there's plenty of people doing those. There's plenty of guys sitting around doing those. I do my best to bring you some AEW results. Just kind of throw it in. And I may even um, start doing up uh, some WWE NXT recaps as well. For me, I go where the uh, fun is. So, stay tuned. So, the most underrated match on Saturday's card is Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. The storyline for Happy Corbin is so funny. Like, I was dying laughing the entire time. He comes in undefeated with a lackey by his side in Mad Cup Moss. Absolute great match. Like, superb. Corbin is a great wrestler. Like, wacky story, but, you know, he's he's just bomb. Uh, some funny skits. Drew McIntyre is an incredible athlete. Drew McIntyre winning was good for the WWE. And him. McIntyre does a solid spine buster. And Corbin moves uh, his move the end of days. That's hilarious. These two really brought it in their match. Four stars. Uh, and both of these guys have a lot of time to make a run for the belt. When McIntyre slashes through the ropes uh, at the end, I was laughing at how, how his sword bent. And then, like, two of the ropes got cut. You know, in the third one, the sword bends, and it's it's hilarious. Most shocking match on Saturday's card was the Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. The best part was when Rey Mysterio and Dominic hit Logan Paul with the 619. Like, the dual 619 was incredible. Logan Paul's incredibly gifted. Like, give it to him. And he's athletic. He even hit Rey Mysterio with the three amigos. Three amigos. 
I could not believe my eyes. The Miz and Logan Paul winning was shocking. But that sets tone for celebrity appearances resulting in wins um, for the most part. At this WrestleMania, um, you did notice that. Respect to The Miz and Logan Paul for uh, defeating the Mysterios, though. Like, give them respect. It was a good match. Then The Miz going solo at the end and hitting Logan Paul with his finisher. Ooh, a three-star match that kept WrestleMania rolling. Great WrestleMania 38. Dominic, Mysterio, and Logan Paul have bright futures in the business, in the wrestling business. Especially Logan Paul if he sticks with it. But definitely Dominic Mysterio. Move on to the best women's match of Saturday night was for the Raw Women's Championship between Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. This match really had its moments uh, that showed the best of uh, the women's division. Both women had their best moves land flush. Belair with the backflips and splashing on the man. Becky Lynch hitting all of those slams. Both women nearly lose and nearly win. The drama thickens so deep that by the time Bianca hits her final move and wins by pinfall, the crowd pop is ecstatic. It's electric. And you were like you were overwhelmed with emotion and happy for her. Like five star match. No question. This was one of those matches that uh make you buy the DVD and rewatch it and pass it on and show people. So the most satisfying match on Saturday's card was Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. Like that was satisfying. That was a great match. Like the the skit leading up to it with Seth Rollins was like, okay. But then Cody Rhodes just pops up. It's like, whoa, okay, here we go. So it was like, I, I I thought it was unique, and it was good. Um, Seth Rollins is a bit of an oddity. Cody Rhodes is a bit of a mystery. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, does all the right moves. He's good off the top rope, knows all the fundamentals, and makes it look easy off the top turnbuckle. Seth Rollins is a damn good wrestler. He can go toe-to-toe with the greats in the business. They really have a match, these two. I mean, they both are firing on all cylinders. You did not look away while these two wrestled. A few moves, they tried to sell too hard, um, and they didn't land flush. On two of Cody Rhodes' crossroads, when he was going all out, that's when you see it. And then he lands the third one in a row. Other than that, it looked like good business in the ring. Good stare down. And good trash talk as well. Like, it, that was all good. Four-star match here. Almost gave it five stars. I was so close. Interesting to see Cody Rhodes win. Like, that was interesting. He just pops up, boom. They have this big story for Seth Rollins. Boom, Cody Rhodes won. Does Seth Rollins uh, get a little backlash, perhaps? Okay. The funnest match on Saturday's card was for Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. 
say what you will. Ronda Rousey may not uh, land all uh, her moves, but Charlotte Flair is talented. Um, the way she works on and off the ropes gives her the ability to flourish in the ring. Doing her flips and the kicks, uh, frontward and backwards, gets you really pumped up. Uh, one thing about Ronda is she really knows MMA. So it's neat to see her compete in the WWE. See what she can do. She gave Charlotte a good match. Charlotte wins by pinfall. And I like uh, that decision by the WWE. I'm willing to go as high as four stars in this match on Saturday night. I was, I was really excited. It was actually good. Save the best for last. Well, WWE did, so the Super Show is for part one. And then I'll be bringing you part two right after this. The best match from Saturday night. Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. The last match. Seeing them go back and forth was insane. It's hard to watch Stone Cold or Undertaker without being emotional. I mean, literally, this was the match that showed Stone Cold still has it. 19 years since walking away from the sport. Almost 20 years uh, walking away from the sport. Everything Stone Cold and Undertaker gave to the sport paved the way for guys like Kevin Owens to have stardom, which Kevin Owens is a star. Stone Cold and Undertaker, in a way, built that passionate following. So when John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Dave Bautista era guys joined, like they would personify the brand that was already built. Stone Cold, Undertaker, and Triple H kept you hanging around each week. Just to see if they would make an appearance. That was what made wrestling different when I grew up. WWE has a lot of talent on their roster, and I think the future is bright. There's an attitude era in those new wrestlers that want to experience wrestling and not just glorify it like we fans do. But frankly, the most important that like whole thing that could be learned uh, from Saturday night's WrestleMania 38 was the attitude era has not been topped. Five-star match here between Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. And my favorite of the night. They went into the crowd. Stone Cold got slammed on the concrete once. um, Right on his back. Then he gives Kevin Owens two big suplexes on the concrete up by the stairs. So the whole crowd can see. And then he drinks a bunch of beers, promotes his beer. It was great. He was, it, it was amazing. Uh, I, I was really... Uh, a fan of uh, Saturday Night's WrestleMania. And I'll be recapping Sunday Night uh, Part 2, WrestleMania 38, when I come back. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll be right back. God bless. Welcome to Part 2 of the WrestleMania 38 Recap. I am your host, Preston Olson, and we are going into Sunday Night, just last night. Great way to kick off night two with a huge tag team match between RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Okay, triple threat here, uh, tag team match for, uh, really a lot on the line because this is for the Raw Tag Team Championships. 
Everybody gets a chance to shine in this match. Randy Orton really isn't a participant for the first half of this match. You get to see the Street Profits hitting some big moves. Angelo Dawkins of the Street Profits is a legit beast. He is good with the suplexes and the slams. The other half of the Street Profits, Montez Ford, is great off the top ropes, landing his moves, working the ropes well. Alpha Academy is surprisingly good, and I give them credit. Otis was steamrolling everybody out of the ring. Chad Gable is great, and he likes to compete. You can tell he's comfortable in there. Um, Riddle of RK-Bro is also a great competitor. Hilarious to see him in there barefoot throwing kicks and knees. Randy Orton is the best out of that group. And uh, there was no doubt he would win in my mind. Once he got rolling in the second half of the match, the back half, it was all but over. RK-Bro wins by pinfall in the triple threat WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match. Four-star match here out of five stars. I love how at the end, the Street Profits are pouring up a double cup with the RK-Bro. Then they invite the latest athlete to sign with the WWE roster, a real wrestler. Um, Not that any of them aren't. Gable Stevenson, who's an absolute beast, and you get to see it, actually. Rips his shirt off after he gets a cup smacked out of his hands by Chad Gable, who runs up in there. Gable Stevenson gives him a belly-to-belly suplex. literally flinging him across the ring. Everybody was like, hell yeah. I even heard Randy Orton say, that was pretty good. He's pretty good. The guy is going to be good. The most ironic match between Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Bobby Lashley fighting someone bigger than him is a joke in itself. Bobby Lashley is a superhuman. Omos has some good moves, though. Um, reminds me of Abyss from early TNA days. Bobby Lashley is just too much for him. After taking a beatdown, Bobby Lashley wrestles inspired and defeats Omos via pinfall. This was a three-star match. It kept the vibes going. The most insane match was the Anything Goes match between Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. We all know Jackass and their new movie out on uh, is out on Paramount Plus, so Johnny Knoxville has to get out there. He has to sell it. So thank you, WWE, and whoever is in charge for letting this match happen. Sami Zayn is a great wrestler, and his storyline is, is so funny. It's hilarious. They have him out there like a conspiracy theorist, like Alex Jones, and it made for great commentary. Like, they're ripping on him the entire time. Byron Saxton and uh Michael Cole. The Jackass crew pulls out all the stunts. I mean, they literally drag the big bionic boot in the ring and kick Sami Zayn in the nuts with it. We may get a, a slam on Sami Zayn before catching a boot to the head. That sends him spilling out of the ring. You got to hand it to Johnny Knoxville. Like, he takes a, a beating and then traps Sami Zayn in the gigantic mousetrap and pins him for the win. Like, that was really actually pretty smart. That was creative. So, this is a three-star match right here. Um, It was really funny. Uh, You were laughing the entire time. The most inspiring match was the WWE Women's Tag Team match between Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Queen Zelina and Carmella, who were the champions, versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalya and Shayna. She got eight people in the ring here, 
And the best part of this match was seeing how nobody was in the ring at one point, all fighting outside, to everyone being inside the ring. Like, giving each of these ladies credit. Rhea Ripley is a beast, and Liv Morgan is crafty, swinging off the ropes. Natalia and Shayna Baszler are great, but to me, they're better single competitors, but they did good in this match, and they worked well together. Sasha Banks and Naomi, now that is a good tag team. Like, when you seen them come down in the Lamborghini, you knew what was up. Two strong women, and the first black woman to win the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Amazing match. Like, amazing. Inspiring. Uplifting. Every good feeling running through you. High flying and tons of activity. It's hard not to get sloppy with eight people in the ring all vying for position and to be seen. However, they did a fantastic job. Four star match. Four stars. Four stars. My favorite match from uh, Sunday WrestleMania 38 was Edge vs. AJ Styles. This was a vintage WWE match. Um, and AJ Styles really brought it. Two things were different. Edge's, uh, entrance and AJ Styles would like cut on his face on the side before he entered, entered the ring. Did anybody else notice that? Big bright patch of blood, like an open wound above his right face cheek. Well, they had the longest match out of the whole damn WrestleMania 38 out of both days. Longest match right here. The match went over, tw- the match went 24 minutes and 27 seconds. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins were the second longest with about 21 minutes. Edge is great at selling his moves and AJ Styles has always been one of my favorites going back to uh, the beginning of TNA days. Their match was iconic. It was the one that gave you AJ Styles hitting his best moves and Edge playing his vintage role of waiting for a much needed distraction, right? Someone came down to the ring and took AJ Styles eye off the ball. And uh gave him the needed distraction to nail his finishing spear. And pin Edge for the win. And pin AJ Styles for the win. Edge is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And I think guys like Edge and Chris Jericho learned a lot from Stone Cold and Undertaker. That it's good to get those matches in. And not take too long away from the game. I picked Edge to win. And that's because it was hard to see him lose. Knowing that he has a good record at WrestleMania. Um, winning at WrestleMania 36 and AJ, uh, over Randy Orton and AJ Styles has no problem taking a loss like he did with Undertaker at WrestleMania 36 before literally being buried alive. So he has no problem taking a loss. The match itself is worth buying the DVD, buying it digital. Um, and I'm sure you can find it on sale pretty soon. Five star match. Think of that. Think of all these great matches you have on one card, even though it's split up into two nights. The next match, we really missed Big E. Like, pray for Big E. Hope he gets well soon with his broken neck. That's, that's terrible. That it was the way he laid it was so bad too. I'm kind of upset that they even showed it. The New Day went up against Sheamus and Rich Holland with Butch. And, uh, you know, let's pray for Big E. Please, Lord, help Big E in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Big E has a speedy recovery here. You know, we need Biggie to have a speedy recovery. I like Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. They did well on there. Uh, however, they're up against, like, the Irish Dudley boys. And Sheamus, who am I? Like, I'm a major fan of Sheamus. And he goes everywhere, too. He goes NASCAR. He goes to everything he can go to. 
Ridge Holland and Butch, their gimmicks, they're kind of tired. They're like, whatever, but they're good wrestlers. Like, they're good entertainment. They know their roles well. I think it's hilarious how uh, Sheamus has to hold them back. Like, that's what he's doing. Like, he's holding them back. I was surprised a bit that uh, Sheamus and his crew won. Then it kind of dawned on me, it made sense that there will be a bigger story unfolding for the New Day. With, like, redemption in sight. Let's take a drink here. That's Seattle's best. The co-main event with Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory was incredible. Can't no one say Pat McAfee ain't got some skills now, son. He literally leaped up to the top turnbuckle and hit Austin Theory with the suplex. Like, I like Austin Theory. Like, eventually he'll break away from Vince McMahon and stuff. You can see that coming. Like, his style is good. And that he isn't scared to put a guy over. Like, Pat McAfee got to live out his dream, and I'm happy for him, and you should be too. Uh, I was dying laughing at Vince, sitting in the chair like Mr. Burns, tapping his fingers along, uh, watching Theory wrestle. Every time he did a good move, he's smirking like, yes, you're doing good. Yes, do some more. That was good. That was I was dying laughing. Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory by pinfall. Then Vince goes in. Pat McAfee's like, I hit you with the two-piece. And Vince McMahon's like, huh, okay. Beats his, beats him down. Beats Pat McAfee down. Bam, bam, bam. And Pat McAfee's drank. He's drank. Stone Cold comes down. You know what I'm saying? Stone Cold comes down. Uh, He's like, you know what I mean? Look, kind of looking, looking at everybody. Then starts kicking ass. He shows up one last time, you know. He's got to drink some beer. He's got to promote his beer. Broken Skull IPA. Give everybody in the house a stunner. Um, This was a five-star match. And, uh, look, IPAs are one of the only beer I will drink. Hell yeah. You know, one of the best WrestleManias ever. And you get to the main event. Really good. Really good. And uh, a WWE title unification match. Main event came around. This was the greatest way to finish off a one-of-a-kind WrestleMania 38. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And really a match of a lifetime. A WWE title unification bout for the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship belts. Roman Reigns has a nicer belt. The blue really makes it pop. I felt Roman would win because Brock is a part-time champion. Face it, like as great as he is, and he's great, he isn't a night-in and night-out type of guy. He used to be. He used to be. But he's on a different level now. One thing can be learned from this is Roman is the face of WWE now. That is the message they are sending. I love watching Brock Lesnar wrestle, and his moveset is one of the best. A bully in that ring. And he does a number on Roman Reigns. Even hits the F5 on him. Roman is too sneaky though. And honestly, he's a guy that grew on me and really still is. Paul Heyman switching sides is a, is a nicely added, uh, spicy touch. The WWE has that going right now with Roman's character. Uh, in this match, these two laid on the line. Roman looks as if he popped his shoulder out after Brock's doing the Kimura on him. 
Paul Heyman is yelling, get up my tribal chief. Get up my tribal chief. I was dying. Like, I was dying. Roman is laying there like, it's out. It's out. Talking about his shoulder. The match ends pretty quickly after that. Like, Roman gets the pin, hits his move pretty quickly after that. Uh, pinning Brock for the win. Four-star match. And felt like it was cut short. So, in closing today, I give this WrestleMania 38 a five-star rating overall. Excellent job. Excellent job, WrestleMania. Going to be hard to top it, but if anybody can do it, it's the WWE. Looking forward to talking about WWE Backlash pay-per-view with you. And stay tuned for my next video. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37.4.